Welcome back, humor consumers, to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine, co-host and bestie. Yes, very good. We're <laughs> nailing it now with yeah, the are. whole title thing. Yeah. It only took 43 episodes. Welcome to episode number 43, yeah. listeners. And thanks for hanging in there with us. Yes. Been 43 weeks of episodes. Yeah, we're so appreciative. Yeah, and in case you're a brand new listener, welcome aboard. It's not too late to get on the Life Happens Laugh Anyway train. Never too late. Toot toot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And now you have 42 other episodes that you can listen to after you listen to this one. Mm -hmm. So, and also please leave us a review, only if you have good things to say. If you don't, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) I was reading bad reviews yesterday. Uh oh. Yeah. And I was ours? Like, no, 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 no. Not not ours. Let oh. me make that clear. Yes. I was no. Go, what? I was looking at furniture. And I was oh, like, furniture. These people can really bring the place down. <laughs> they can. You know. They can. So we appeal to you as fellow human beings. Yeah. Please be compassionate. Be kind. And help us get the word out. Because, okay, so here's the bottom line of why we do this podcast. We really want to give people a little nugget of information in an entertaining way and point them to Jesus. That's right. Done. Boom. Yep. Okay. Well, without further ado, our podcast is sponsored by Muffin and Pooh. Who are? Ron and Kenny. Our Husband, we didn't even practice that. Look at us just going like ping pong it made balls. Me laugh, bingity bongity, bingity bong. Yeah, <laughs> I love we it. We are Siamese, if you please. <laughs> Catherine and I are best friends and have been for twenty some years, and we look kind of alike. Although I look like her mother because my hair is all gray yeah. and her hair is partially gray, and. Anyway, we're just like sharing a brain cell Mm -hmm. most times. Yeah. We do life together. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, if you didn't have the silver hair. Yeah. I don't think it would look like my grandma. I mean, my. (laughs) Shush. I mean, my Just shush. This. Okay. And this happens frequently, friends. Catherine travels with me when it's not a pandemic. And we are going to get back out on the road Mm. once the coast is clear. And mm. people will say, is that your mom? Is that mm. your daughter? And I'm like, no, it's my friend. She's three years younger than me. I That's might it. say nothing. I might right. just, she just up. She's like, just laughing. Think? <laughs> just let's move on. <laughs> Our topic today is Halloween. Yeah. And it's a great topic. We're recording this in the fall and things are starting to turn the leaves are turning color yeah. it's actually cool uh today it's very, yeah it's funny it just uh has been so hot and humid it has been and, and and the heat can come back as we know living in the midwest we live in the chicago area so we know that indian summer is a thing and mm-hmm. the heat can come back for yeah. sure uh but right now today it's cold it's damp and it feels like fall so that's the time of Halloween mm. and all of the stores now have all the decorations out. Yeah, already. Yeah, and you can start to see different people in the neighborhoods are starting to get their cobwebs put on their bushes and stuff. We such. have natural ones on yeah. our bushes. Yeah, the spiders made them. Yeah. So today we have three takeaways from this episode. We're going to talk about the history of Halloween. That's takeaway number one. Takeaway number two is fun facts. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun, F-U-N. And takeaway number three is the debate to celebrate. Right. Right? Because yeah. it's tough on Christians. Do we celebrate or don't we? Yeah. People are split almost in half. Yes, they Christians are. are. 
Yes, they are. So hang tight. Usually our episodes are right around 40 minutes to an hour or so. Mm. So we'll see where this one leads us. Um, But let's just jump right in, Catherine. What say you about the history of Halloween? (laughs) Well, the Halloween's origins date back to the ancient Celtic festival called, it looks like it says Samhain, but Mm. it's pronounced Samhain or Samhain. Okay. 2,000 years ago. And it was celebrated on November 1st, which was their new year. It marked the end of the summer and harvest and the beginning of basically doom and gloom and a bunch of like, like not good weather, not good weather, right? Well, not good weather, but also death. Ooh. Yeah. That kind of doom. Right. (laughs) Okay. Got you. Yeah. And the inclement weather, the harshness of winter, which brought deaths. And they believed like there were these boundaries between the living and the dead and that they would just get meshed in this, you know, in this thing at the end of the summer and fall. So the night before, which was October 31st, they celebrated the sow-in. And that's when it was believed that the ghosts of the dead returned to the earth at this time. Okay. Yeah. And they had huge bonfires and gathered um, around to burn their crops and animals even as sacrifices to the Celtic deities because they believed their priests could prophesy uh, about the future from this. So then they, you know, they do what they do. (laughs) They do what they they do. do. (laughs) That's Easy way to say all the goopity gop okay. stuff they believed in. Okay. Okay. They they didn't know Jesus. They yet. didn't. No. So during the celebration, the Celts wore costumes typically consisting of animal heads and skins, and they attempted to tell each other's fortunes. So. <laughs> so some so, wackadoo stuff. Yeah. That sounds very wackadoo to me. It does to me, too. Wackadoo but, meaning wacky. Yeah. Crazy. Like, like I said, goopity gap. Goopity gap. Yep. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Well, then the Romans got involved and they ruled for about 400 years, mixing in their traditions. And by the 9th century, Christianity spread into the Celtic lands and the church came up with a day they called All Souls Day, which was November 2nd. And it was considered to be like a church sanctioned day. Okay. So, yeah. They're trying to incorporate Christianity. All right. So it's evolving, this whole thing. Right. All right. But they celebrated similarly to the Samhain, or Samhain. Not sure how to pronounce it. Uh, Also with big bonfires, parades, and dressing up in costumes as saints and angels and devils. And then the All Saints Day, which they called it All Souls Day, but then in the very next sentence, they said All Saints Day. So it must have been both. But um, the celebration actually was also called All Hallows Day or All Hallowmas. Okay, so is this how we got the word Halloween? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was the night before it. You know, October 31st makes sense because Mm -hmm. the next day is November 1st. Right. Which was the traditional night of the Samhain and the Celtic religion. Uh, And then they began to call it All Hallows Eve and eventually Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Wow. In a nutshell. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell. That's it. That's it, basically. Then it comes to America 
And the Halloween celebrations were extremely limited in the colonial uh, New England area because of rigid, you know, Protestant belief system right. that they had. The Quakers and such. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just very strict. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. But more and more immigrants came to an, um, came to America, and they had their version of Halloween. Americans began to get their version of Halloween, and it began to emerge with, you know, again, celebrating harvests. And by the middle of the 19th century, uh, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was still not celebrated everywhere in the country. In the U.S.? In the U.S. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, with the immigrants, they were just flooding, especially the Irish. (laughs) Yeah. And they came and it it just sounds like an Irish pirate. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. Anyway. Yeah, it should be a or something like that. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Top of the morning to you. And it helped popularize Halloween. But as things go, it just kept evolving. And the funny thing to me as I was learning this and Mm -hmm. reading it is that you know, my mom is from England, and so I grew up, of course, with her constantly saying, we don't celebrate in England, which they didn't. They didn't celebrate Halloween in no, England? No, but okay. yet, this comes from Europe. Yeah, Particularly but... the, you know, Ireland area. Well, duh. And... The Irish and the British don't get along. So if the Ir- Irish were doing it, the British would be like, mm, that's well, dumb. Well, as I read on, though, England was doing their own kind of version of um i forgot what they called it but they handed out cakes like soul cakes i think they were called oh wow yeah so they had uh it you know it was hundreds of years ago but they did have their version of it mm-hmm. so our version is a mixture of the old celtic roman and uh english version of it but so like it evolved wow. with handing out the cakes to the poor children because they'd come so around so that turned into candy handing it out candy turned into candy Wow, because it, it was cheap. Because oh, it was cheap. Of course. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. You know. And, oh, go ahead. Well, I was just saying. It, as history goes, it just kept evolving. It's which I already amazing say. to me to see how things do evolve and mm-hmm. how different spins on things kind of you know go a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Well, so, you know, so that's the history. So that talks about the costumes. It talks about the ghouls and gobs and stuff. Yeah. And the tradition of handing out treats. Right. And there's more, which we'll put the link in because it's there. There's more about the way the Americans kind of adopted. Right. Exactly. And how that grew. Because it at first was more of a fall celebration. Yeah. And but yeah, it's interesting. Well, very it's been around forever because... Well, yeah. Yeah. You know, I looked at one website that talked about Halloween around the world and the, the different traditions that they do now. Mm-hmm. And that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see, you know, different cultures. When you think about our whole world, and I'm looking at a map of the world. We have this in the pod lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put that up there to remind us that, you know, Jesus made the whole world and mm-hmm. we're part of it. And we also put these little stick pins in when we get new listeners, which we need to well, update it. Yeah. Because we haven't done it for a while. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at the world and it's such a big thing, even though when you look at it from afar <laughs> and it seems tiny, yeah. right? In the grand scheme of things. 
But it's a small world after all. It is a small world after all. But when you think about the various cultures around the world and different ways that we do life, right? Mm-hmm. Our culture is the way that we do life. Mm. It's a big thing. Sure is. So yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. All right. Well, let's it. move into some fun facts, Kat. Yeah. What you what you got over there? Okay. One quarter of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. Wait, 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 wait. One, read it again. One quarter mm-hmm. of all the candy sold annually in the U.S. is purchased for Halloween. Mm. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Halloween is a big. It's a candy holiday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweets. More people, especially millennials, are buying costumes for their pets. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. You know, I do I do see a lot of hilarious costumes like on Facebook and stuff. For their pets? Yes. Yeah. I think Jay Leno used to have a bit about like um, about people who dress their pets up. Oh, and that was funny. a long time ago. Yeah. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it, people. Make us laugh. <laughs> Teeling. Americans spend an estimated $6 billion annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after Christmas. That's interesting to me because I'm, because obviously with Christmas, we know that that's like our big gift giving situation. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about just decorations or are you talking about overall, it's like your overall whole budget? Because it says six billion annually on Halloween. So that okay. would mean everything the candy the costumes. You, I mean, just go into like Lowe's or Menards or right. Home Depot. Anywhere. Yeah. Have those massive blow up things you can put in your yard? That alone, yeah. I'm, you know, you think about those little grave things people put all all of those decorations. But it's interesting to me that staggering number of mm-hmm. six billion annually because we don't even do like Halloween gifts, you know, right? It's right. Just, so that's just costumes, candy, decorations. Think about the money Food. that that could be used toward giving charitable chari- charitable things for you know yeah. the poor that's pretty it's bad <laughs> it is all right move yeah. on move on it's no longer fun it's not a fun <laughs> fact anymore now it's just sad <laughs> so i was curious about 2020 and how the pandemic affected the candy sales oh yeah how did it and um the sales in general mm. and i was surprised mm. in 2020 candy manufacturers expected a decrease like I did. One would, yes. Mm-hmm. In candy sales, but they actually increased 13%. <laughs> oh, America. And wait for it. Uh-huh. Chocolate specifically increased 25.3% according to the National Confectioners Association. I love it that yeah. we still bought all the candy. <laughs> and stores, they had put out their candy early in August. Good idea. Yes, Get because they were milk prepping. Milk that cow. Yeah, and I read some other things that people had their stay-ins and they watched scary movies and had the candy and all of that i didn't write this down but i was reading how chocolate overall in 2020 sales went whoop no kidding way up (laughs) okay i gotta ask you did you buy candy do you remember last year for 2020 halloween i did because it was our first halloween on this street here on conrad but not many people came well i know that but i didn't know what to do with the candy i wanted oh i dump it you dump it. I always have. You dump it. Yeah, I hide it from the family. Wait, I'm bad. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Define dump. What do you mean by dump? Dump in the garbage. No. Oh, you, that's sacrilegious right there. 
to throw away good chocolate. And I'll just say this since we're on the subject. Growing up, I don't really remember going trick-or-treating other, not that much, other than when I became a teenager, I just went because my friends, friends, you know, and I got to go in different neighborhoods other than a boring neighborhood. (laughs) And, but I never cared about the candy. And I remember There's my brother. Wrong with Catherine, <laughs> listeners. She's got, she's got something wrong with her. She's got a tapeworm. Yeah. My brother and I would rather have a bowl of macaroni and cheese than a than piece candy. of chocolate. Yeah, and Kevin and Wendy, my brother and sister, they would, uh, you know, like, um, trade their candy, right. just like like kids normal did. kids, right? And right. you were sitting in the corner eating your mac and cheese, I, taking notes. I don't even think I did that, honestly, but. This was a great Halloween. <laughs> I just got that. There's an episode where... Just keep listening. Yeah. Catherine was s- taking notes at a concert mm-hmm. in the 80s. <laughs> it's hilarious. Whatever. Uh, okay. <laughs> flip side. Flip side. Mm-hmm. Um, 2020. I did buy oh. candy. I yeah. did. Mm-hmm. And I ate it all. I didn't dump it. I oh. ate it. Good. A couple people came to the door mm-hmm. and I let them have whatever they mm-hmm. wanted, except for one little boy. He was just kept on reaching in and I said, stop <laughs> it. I want it. I was like, there's other kids, not yeah. just you. I'll and, tell you, you know what I'm thinking of? I felt 2020 was spooky anyway. It was. The, the Halloween it's or that day. Just life. It was spooky because no one came to the door. That made it, it was spooky. weird. Yes, that's just like after 9-11 yes. when that happened and, there, and the skies were like quiet. Creepy. No planes. Yes. And the kids that did Eesh. come, you know, of course they had masks on. and the Real parents, masks. They stood like six, like maybe three feet with their arms out, you know. Right. Put the candy in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how it was. All right. Lord, fix it. Please yeah. help us. All right. Move on One with more. your fun facts. One more. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the most popular candy, which I have to go to. Wait, let me guess. Reese Cup. It is. So I double checked with other websites and over and over the Reese's peanut butter cups was number one. Okay. It's the I'm only tr- candy that you care about in the bag. When you look at the bag, oh, right. <laughs> right? When you look at the bag and you've got the Almond Joy and you yeah. go, what neighbor put an Almond Joy in here? Who's doing this? Yeah. They're doing it for themselves because they like coconut. What kid likes coconut? Yeah. No I don't kid. even like, I really? mean, not like that. Well, I like a cocoa pina colada. Mm, or does it have different. coconut? Dis- I don't know. Okay. Mm. I am trying to read over this microphone. It's very difficult. What are you trying to read? Candy. Well, so, we've, we've established it's Reese Peanut well, Butter Cup. Don't cup. you want to know number two? No, because I don't care because none of it compares to Reese Peanut number Butter. Number two is Kit Kat. Mm. Mm. I would say Peanut Butter Twix. Twix is on here. Twix is number four. Three is Butterfinger. Four Twix. Five is Starburst and Haichu. Mm. And I'm going to go number six is M&M's, which surprises me because M&M is, uh, they really push their candy. No kidding. How many other candy bars actually come to your door dressed as a candy bar? The M&M costume, mm-hmm. right? I I dressed my kids as M&Ms at one point. Did you? Yeah. Oh. I, I bought the costume. It was so easy. You just put it over their head and their arms and legs stick out. Mm-hmm. And they're done. Done for Halloween. Yeah. And then there's M&M stores. Yes, Let's there not are. forget the M&M powerful commercials. I think they're on the football, like the Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. But nothing compares to chocolate and peanut butter just doesn't yep all right very good Mm -hmm. uh side note 
I do recall uh, my experience because you said a little bit about your experience growing up and Halloween and trick-or-treating and stuff. And in my day, I okay, so I grew up in the 70s, right? I was born in 1965. So mm-hmm. from when I could recall, trick-or-treat was just a wonderful, fun, exciting neighborhood event mm. where... Now, back then, like in the early 70s, this was my experience was there was no fancy costumes really necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom tried early on. Yeah. Right. Because like there weren't store bought ones. No, nothing was yeah. store bought. Everything was made right. by your mother. Yeah. And my mom and her mom, her my grandma mm-hmm. was a seamstress. Mm-hmm. And she made these adorable, beautiful, elaborate costumes for um, uh, ballets and stuff like that. Cool. And she was a, a, a per, very precise seamstress. Anyway, one year she made my brother and my sister. I knew you were going to talk Here about this. Here we go. This. Yep, because I'm not Tracy letting it go, Catherine. so traumatized. I knew she was going to talk about this. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> okay. Come on. Okay, so mom and grandma made my brother and sister, who are older than me, uh-huh. uh, Spanish, that's part of our heritage is we're half Spanish, mm-hmm. uh, senorita and bullfighter. Right. Mm-hmm. So my brother was the bullfighter and my sister was the gorgeous senorita. And my mom used to let my hair, sis- my, my hair sister, my sister's hair grow out. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. My hair, she cut, she put a bowl <laughs> on my head and I looked like a boy. And she, she wanted you it. to be Tommy, not Tracy. <laughs> Whatever. I just don't think she could handle combing one more girl's hair. Uh-huh. So I look like a boy. Although I was a girl. <laughs> So she made my brother and sister the Spanish beautiful bullfighter and senorita. Super cool, original, right? I would and say. everybody just adored it. And what, what did she make me? What costume did she make me, Catherine? I know you know the answer to this. A ghost? No. Humpty Dumpty. Humpty Dumpty. Well, there. So the two. I know that there was a time that you were a ghost right. and you were unhappy with that too. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So the two stories mesh sometimes Sorry. because yes. there she was all hidden yes. and she's still kind of Caspery yeah, even today. I have because of my pale yes. skin. But the Humpty Dumpty thing. Humpty Dumpty. She was also covered. Traumatized. Yes. And traumatized. It was hot in there. Okay. And I couldn't breathe, <laughs> Catherine. Yeah. But I, she had little peepholes. I, for, my, for my eyes to try to see yeah. out of. So the Humpty Dumpty and the ghost... For two <laughs> costumes she did not want to be wearing. No, and it wasn't glamorous. It didn't have any lace on it. It didn't show my beautiful hair. You're the third child. Yes. Okay, Just, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I could get over it sometime. I'm 55. Oh. Jeez. All right. Love let's, it. Let's move on. Do we have any other fun facts? Was that it? No, that's it. Okay. Well, now let's go to the meat. The debate mm. to celebrate. Yeah. So that's the big question. Should Christians celebrate Halloween? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. What say you, Catherine? Well, I say what this doctor says on focus on the family. Yeah. I completely agree. He says not one size fits all. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, when, so there's not a definitive yes or no. There's not. You and I had talked about before we went live mm-hmm. on air, mm-hmm. kind of. We talked about how Christ knows what's in our heart. That's right. So I think it really boils down to all to that. And we also talked about Ephesians, I think it's 610, uh, about putting on the armor. The armor? Of God. Let me look up the to verse. To protect just yourself. To make sure. Yeah. Um, 
It's like um, Ephesians 6, 6 through 10 or something. All right. I'm going to look it up just to make sure we get the right scripture. While you're doing that, he says that this doctor, his name is, where is he here? Oh, okay. So this is from the Focus on the Family website. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put this in the show notes. Yeah, exactly. check it out. Yeah. It's a very, you know, Focus on the Family is an excellent source for really, um, truth and, and i would say balanced like balanced. i would say they're balanced yeah they're, it's, that's not too wacky it's not too liberal you know they're not radical yeah. or extreme mm-hmm. yeah and, and they're i would say too in touch yeah which, please, that's why they're balanced yes please lord yeah mm-hmm. uh, the script i did find the scripture mm-hmm. it is ephesians chapter six it starts with verse 10 and it talks about putting on the armor of god and protection Mm-hmm. from all things evil so yeah. please when it comes to anything that can become harmful in our lives whether it be a spiritual harm a physical harm a mental emotional harm um i think that going back to ephesians chapter 6 starting at verse 10 mm-hmm. it talks about putting on the full armor of god that's a great place to go yeah. good resource for sure well, so this doctor I'm talking about on this website, he's Dr. Todd Cartmel. And even though this is geared more toward, um, you know, those who have kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people in our age group have grandkids. So mm-hmm. we can apply it. And it could also be applied just to those of us who, you know, let's say that we got invited to a Halloween party and we're on the fence about these decisions. Uh, I would go to this source. He does put out that consistency is key when you have children involved. Mm-hmm. So what you believe on any given day is the same principle that you should apply on October 31st. So, and, and that should, you know, like I just said, carry over throughout the whole year. So, so, so stop, because the thing that comes to my mind, I'm trying to to um, consume that Mm -hmm. thought as you're saying it consistency meaning don't become a whole nother person on a holiday like it doesn't give you permission to like go wild and crazy and do all these crazy things Mm -hmm. or don't be overly conservative either like I'm just trying to think about that the spectrum right well he uses the example of for example, if, if you believe in Ephesians 5.11, which says, Take no part in the unfruitful, unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them, then that principle should carry over into what you believe every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I think that's a really good uh, thing to point out. You know, um, he also says that we need to embrace our freedom, that we have freedom in Christ. And while we don't have to make a big issue of or even agree with the way others may celebrate a certain day or occasion, we can decide the way that is right and fun for our family or mm-hmm. for ourselves. The Bible tells us to serve and honor God in all that we do. Celebration and entertainment are included in that. He also points out that all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful, uh, meaning they're coming from 1 Corinthians 10.23, not mm-hmm. all things build up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, as we were discussing the different philosophies that Christi- Christians have on the topic of Halloween, 
it became obvious to both of us mm-hmm. that if one really wants to believe one way or the other, you can pretty much pull pull scripture to sort of back up your argument. You know, and we've we've seen that done. We've mm-hmm. probably been guilty of it of doing that ourselves in terms of pulling things out of context and saying, Well, this is why I believe thus and so is because of this, because the Bible is our foundation. Mm-hmm. It, but this is a tricky little area. It is because the Bible is not clear about There's Halloween. not one verse about Halloween right. in the Bible because the Bible was obviously brought forward and written and published and whatever um, prior to all these Halloween thingies. Yeah, I mean, um, and especially today in terms of, well, should I give out candy or should I put a pumpkin on my porch and <laughs> should I you know, have pumpkin spice in my coffee. (laughs) People can get, you can get to the point where you're, you're just beating yourself to death. You can. Over all this stuff. Yeah. I think overall, you just have a responsibility to honor God Mm -hmm. and you need to make the the decision that most suits uh, what you believe and and what's in your heart regarding Christ. Yeah. When also when we were discussing you know like right now our our families are past trick-or-treating because Catherine and I um both have the same age youngest child our youngest child in our family is 20 as is in your family mm-hmm. born the same year same month <laughs> yeah and so so our kids are finished with that but I went trick-or-treating well. for more than 20 years <laughs> your daughter's not going out trick-or-treating but they do yeah. like they do Halloween parties yeah they do do that um, but they just get together themselves and they dress up and they just have fun. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Our kids really do. A lot together. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but w- if I was a young mom today, okay, so let's go back 20 years. So I've got l- little kids and maybe somebody listening is a young mom and all she wants to do is honor the Lord. Mm-hmm. She wants to live and she wants to be that mom who trains up her child in the way they should go so that when they are old, they will not depart from it. That verse. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What do we say to her, Catherine? Well, (laughs) I guess basically what we've been saying here all along that I think refer to the the scripture, Mm -hmm. refer to Ephesians six ten, refer to uh, Ephesians five. um, Oh no, I don't remember five eleven. I think it is, and uh, which says, "Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness, but instead expose them." Um, like you said, like you pointed out, there's a lot of scripture that we can live by. And I, I would say, um, whatever disturbs you, there's, there's a reason for that. And then maybe you shouldn't participate. Mm-hmm. If you know that your heart is all in, um, I, I want to say good fun. And you protect your child by praying for your child, um, by, um, teaching but by exposing them to Jesus Mm -hmm. you know then I think it's safe to say it's okay to celebrate Halloween you know and be consistent with your child yeah what you believe I have I I agree with those opinions and and my opinion if I'm gonna 
give it, which I might as well, because we have a podcast. <laughs> it's just our opinion. <laughs> it's not like anybody's really got an authority there, but I have an opinion. And I guess I would say to moms of young, they call them littles now, you know. I know they do. Yeah. So Littles and kiddos. Kid, kiddos, that's right. All right. So moms of littles or kiddos or children, offspring, genetically connected to you in some way or mm-hmm. not adopted, whatever. I would say this. I would say pray mm-hmm. and ask the Lord to give you guidance. No that you are free in Christ. That's yep. why Christ died. Right. He died for the freedom. That's right. So that we're not all bound up in chains. And don't drive yourself crazy. Yeah. Don't just go looking at, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. you are free in Christ. And we learned a term as we were doing oh, yeah. research for this podcast. It's called genetic fallacy. And I'm going to link in the show notes to one of a... Pr- one of, I think, the most balanced views of um, of this topic, mm-hmm. and it's a YouTube video, so I'm going to link that in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. But genetic fallacy, is basically in the bottom line is, so Halloween started out one thing mm-hmm. all those thousands of years ago, but today it's, it's not, not that at all. Thing. Right. So are you going to throw the baby out with the bathwater? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, no. Mm-hmm. Forget that. We're not droids or druids or whatever they are. We're yeah. not putting <laughs> dead animals on our heads trying to bring the dead back. Mm-hmm. We're just wanting to go out in the neighborhood and have some fun. Yeah. Get some candy. Put on yeah. a costume. Parade around. It's just a night out. Yeah. Okay. Easy, simple. Mm-hmm. However, at the same time, I have a lot of respect for those Christians or any people who who do decide for them they have zero things to do with it mm-hmm. me too if that's their conviction mm-hmm. I respect them for making that conviction yeah however that being said I don't want anybody judging me for what my convictions are mm-hmm. like I'm not going to judge them if they have a, a super extreme conviction I might think that it's a little extreme or I might think that it's a little nuts right? <laughs> so you are judging. I, in a way I am. <laughs> I can't help it. The, yeah. Just like they can't help it either. Right. But let's have respect for each other. Right. That's, that's, I think, number one. Mm-hmm. Let's have respect for each other. If this is the way that you believe in what you, your interpretation of scripture is this and your convictions are thus, then live that way. Yeah. But in, in if in my case, it's not, and I just want to be a part of the world, but not of it, right? It's because mm-hmm. Jesus said, "Yes." Jesus said, "I'm going to leave you here in the world. I want mm-hmm. you to be a part of the world, mm-hmm. but you're not of the world." Right? Exactly. <sighs> yeah. So that really sums it up that we are to live in the world, but not of the world. Right. So I think that we could, we can separate ourselves from whatever evil practices are going on with some people um in regards to halloween that doesn't necessarily that doesn't mean that um actually i'm i'm totally unaware of it but you pointed out before we uh started recording about some of the things well, the underworld i guess i would say yeah that happens yeah because i discovered this man who um he was a satanist satanist mm-hmm. and in his view Christians should not celebrate or have anything to do with Halloween because he's he's seen behind the scenes yeah of what 
Satanists do and how they take it to that level of true evil and devil worship. Yeah, so therefore he's extra sensitive, hypersensitive mm. yeah. and cautious because of that. Yeah, and I'm not discounting that. No. I mean, I, right. I would not discount that. No. And if I met him, I, he might even change my mind to be like, oh, you're right, you know, we should really not do it. But I... All I can know is my limited view. I mean, I'm just a human That's mom. Exactly it. That's it. It's, right. I'm just trying to raise some kids here and mm-hmm. I'm doing my best, mm-hmm. which is not always going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's never going to be good enough. So, so, okay, this is another thing we have to remember. We are filled with the Holy Spirit. That's right. Right? Yes. Yes. Thank God. So you don't have to fear That's right. evil spirits because you're full of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I listen to different ones say, well, if you put a pumpkin on your porch, you're inviting evil to come into your house and Satanists look for that. Mm. No, you're full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Keep putting your armor on. What's the armor? Mm-hmm. Get into the, the word. That's right. Get into prayer. Get into a good church. Mm-hmm. Get in fellowship with other believers. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of pumpkin, by the way. Yes, pumpkins. When I was a brand new Christian. Mm-hmm. I got one of those tracks, and the, the tracks are those little tiny pamphlets that yeah. talk about God. Okay. Okay. And I got one on around Halloween. Okay. And it was, uh, they likened a pumpkin to the story of Jesus. Basically how when you take a pumpkin and you carve it and you take out all the, you guts. know, the guts that's in there, the pulp, uh, it's cleaning out the pumpkin, just like Jesus comes in and mm-hmm. cleans us. Like a metaphor? Yes, exactly, and restores us. So uh, I think that is a good way. Like if you want to participate in that way around uh, Halloween, you can yeah. hand out things like that. You can be a light for others. Oh, one time, one year we did hand out tracks. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I was just all motivated and I got some tracks and then we ran out of candy because we had so many kids. This was before I became your next door neighbor. So I was oh. in a, I was in Mantino mm-hmm. at the time. Anyway, it's a little town near us. We ran out of Halloween candy. And so we had some leftover candy canes from Christmas the year before. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I was that mom mm. handed out stale candy canes <laughs> with my track. I don't think that was a very good idea. Yeah. It probably would have been better just to turn the light off and say, we're done. Yeah. ran out of candy. Did they egg your house after that? Nope. Oh, good. So that was good. Mm-hmm. All right. So bottom line, summing up, summing up this portion of should you or shouldn't you. Well, what do you think? I think go with what is in your heart, what yes. you know about God. Yes. Remember, you have the Holy Spirit. You do. And... Be guided by him. Right. So you, have, word. so you have permission. You have oh, permission yes. to seek the Lord on this issue mm-hmm. and follow him. And don't worry about, don't be fearful. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need to be fearful at all of, um, I think we need to be mindful. Mm-hmm. I think we need to put on that full armor of God Absolutely. and believe. That, that we have to do. We do. But I think that we need to believe that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yes. Much well greater. Said. You don't have to worry about that. Well said. That sums it up. Amen. Yeah. Gosh, I'm going to preach it. You do preach it. Well, I can't help it. Tracy it does preach out. in case you can't, mm. didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, you're good at it. Okay. 
<laughs> All right. So let's give our scripture. Mm-hmm. Which it's, one did we settle well, on? Well, we settled on First <laughs> Corinthians ten thirty one, oh, which we've done right. in the past, but it's so fitting mm-hmm. to so many things. So we're just going to point all of our listeners to this verse again. Yep. And maybe we should memorize it. Let's do it. All right. First it's short. Corinth- it is. <laughs> Let's <laughs> memorize it. it. I could do it. Eight words. Uh, First Corinthians 1031 says this. So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. That's right. Amen. Amen. And every day of the year. Every single day and with and every single decision. And please, let's treat one another with love and kindness. Yeah. So if someone else has a different viewpoint than you or us or whatever, or mm-hmm. if somebody who's listening has a totally different viewpoint than I do or Catherine, let's treat each other with love, respect, and kindness. Yes. No judging and assessing. Right. Sorry about that. Sorry when I do that, Lord. Whoops. Me too. Okay, I'm going to do better by the grace of God. All right. Well, this has been fun and a great Mm -hmm. conversation Mm -hmm. that I'm sure we could go on and on about. (laughs) We could. But let's wrap it up. Um, What's our call to action? Oh, we didn't talk about that. We didn't. So Well, Well, actually, we just had a call to action. Don't judge others. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's Respect true. one another's decision on this matter. That's a call to action. You know, that is a really good call to action. Yeah. Especially in today's climate where everybody is judging everybody else mm-hmm. for whatever. We've, right. We've been through enough of that over the past two years, especially. The division that we've had in yes. this country. Yeah. We're, we've had enough church. of it. Let's not do it on this Halloween matter. Right. Or any matter. Yeah. Good. All right. Very good. Mm-hmm. Oh, guess what our next uh, next week's episode is going to be about? Mm, tastes good. Pumpkin spice. <laughs> Pumpkin spice. Yeah. Because it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it does oh smell gosh. good. I wish this was a pumpkin spice microphone. I can tell. <laughs> well, you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm still comedian Tracy DeGraff. I'm still Catherine. And we'll see you next time.